All right, it's finally happened. Commissioner Adam Silver has put out guidelines to possibly bring back the NBA season, and it will be as it predicted. Orlando, Florida, the Disney Sports Complex. Disney World Basketball. <laughs> now, at the end of the season, whoever we'll win the championship would be like, do they still have to say, I'm going to Disneyland? They could Disney like, World because they're already there? Right. They were like, I'm going to stay at Disney World because I'm already here. <laughs> hey, but shout out to Disney World and shout out to that location. Uh, any AAU Hooper knows about the uh, the Disney World World of Sports and the facilities that they had down there. They used to play nationals down there. So it's the, the, Disney World is crazy in itself. I mean, right, it's Disney World. Exactly. And then the fact that they do have a sports facility, and I think it all works out money-wise considering uh, Disney on ABC, correct? ABC, and ABC yeah. on ESPN, yeah. so that helps with like, little media stuff. I too. was wondering what so, that. So would they keep TNT in? I mean, they have to because they're contractually yeah. obligated, but it's See, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, you know, Disney got to try to is this Disney chance to try to hoard in on more? That's for another right, podcast. That's for another day. Right. I, I don't even know. That's, I was, that's, that's another podcast. I, I, that, that was the main thing I thought when I thought about that. I was like, oh, yeah, Disney going to try and get in on it. My bad. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. My bad. But this is John. I'm John W. It's Fresh X. We are the Hoopers. <clears throat> so, um, you know, we last dance in the last week. So we've been light on basketball throughout the week. It's been a little talks here, there. Um, of course, two of the main things I've heard earlier through you know throughout the couple last couple of weeks is is they you know the season come back. Does KD come back? And does Bradley Bill get traded to the Nets? Well, no trade because the trade deadline. Well, no, I mean you know not this year, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And KD, I think we can shut down KD this year. Like I don't think it happens for one, especially on a couple of different situations. Um. Only way I think it would be considered for him to come back and be with some type of real regular season, but the 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 amount of games is looking like they're coming back in July, so it just don't seem like it's going to be a real regular season for him to get in Rizzo, and I'm not just throwing KD in no playoff situations. With that said, if he says he want to play, I'll play him. Right. So, but I know you just told me, like John Wall said, he's 110%. 110% like somebody like him, if, if the Wizards are playing, I would tell him to play. Right. Um, that worked for John Wall for the Wizards because right. if he's good and you want to keep him, you can keep him. And if he's good and you want to trade him, you can show folks, hey, he's still healthy. Right. Trade for John Wall right. in the offseason. Right. Um, I would love to see Bradley Bill going to the Nets, though. I think I said that he should go to the <laughs> Nets about a month ago, uh, even before the talks picked up. Because uh, the Nets could use a good uh, a shooting guard. And Bradley Bill, like Bradley Bill, he's already 30 right now. Bradley Bill's your best player. That You clearly aren't going to make the playoffs. Um, because he came into this year knowing that John Wall wasn't going to be there. So I, I can't give him that I think excuse. he did, but I don't think the Wizards act like they knew. Like, they, they didn't really try to find him. They knew John Wall wasn't going to play. They I mean, didn't I guess you were thinking, I, I guess they were thinking Isaiah Thomas, maybe he could give them something. Possibly. Once he got healthy. But Possibly. He did, but he even coming to the season healthy. Right. But I think Bradley Beal should have been good enough, averaging 30, to make them fight for the AFC. And the Wizards did get better over time, which I think proves that because – he he got better as the season got better also because Bradley Bill didn't make the also game, right? Right. right? There's a reason he didn't make it, and I think he he could make it. So um I think Bradley Bill's your best player, French playoff team. It's your second best player, which on the Nets is arguable who's their second best player. Is Bradley Bill better than Kyrie? I would take Brad over Kyrie, but I can see why somebody would say Kyrie is better. So as a second best player, yeah, y'all really good, y'all a contender. 
But imagine Brad is like your third best player. Whether you fight who's second or third between him and Kyrie, it's undisputed that he's not the best player. So on some nights, he's going to be the third best player. So if Brad could be your third best player, that's championship contention right there. With KD, you got, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan just playing defense and rebounding. Um, and then whoever you keep if you trade them. Because I would imagine Allen, Dan Whitty, and uh, Levert, they're all yeah. gone. So you're probably keeping like who Torian Prince, you're keeping Joe Harris, you're keeping DeAndre Jordan, of course. Then it's a matter of who does the GM, Sean Mark sign from there. Right. And who who's gonna coach them also. Right. But I I think it works because Bradley Bill can play off the ball, he can play on the ball, he's a good shooter. So whenever people that can shoot play together, it just works. And people that's willing to like cut and stuff, yeah. When you're willing to play basketball, (laughs) it it'll work. So right. But just to get back into the uh, return of the NBA mm-hmm. and it being in Orlando, there hasn't been any real, like, I don't think they've set about the amount of games yet yeah, no, or even yeah. the amount of teams that they're going to invite. We know right. it's not going to be all 30 teams. Right. There's no real layout of what's happening. Right. But it's like, do we need the Warriors to play right now? No. Do we need the Hawks to play? No. Do we need uh, Cleveland to come back? No. Mm, come on. So, um, who else is at the bottom down there? Do we need Minnesota back? No. Phoenix. I would say the only after into the West, you can go as far as in, in the West. I'm actually not going past uh, as Memphis. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we we actually had this conversation before. I know Portland I, is three games out. Washington is six games out. I'm I'm cool with just going with the eight. But if we're adding teams in the West, I would go because Sacramento and the Warriors are tied. So you have to at least go to. 10, so I guess New Orleans gets the... See, I know what... I guess what the proposed thing is, is they're going to invite maybe, of course, the first eight in both sides, and right. then maybe let the last play for the play for the spot. Maybe one game play for everybody at the bottom. <laughs> um, Yeah, you come in, you play like a five, six games or whatever, because you're clearly not going to play the rest of the 82 out. All right. You play how to play however many games. Technically, only the Warriors is eliminated from playoffs. <laughs> Technically, yeah, that's that, <laughs> is, that as well. Like, do we need these? I don't know. I seen Mark Stein was giving his thoughts about how he would do it on Twitter. He said he would invite twenty teams. Right. So of course, the top sixteen from both sides, and then he said nine through twelve from the West. Nine through twelve from the West. Yeah, because, just the West. Yeah, just the West. Because I mean, shit. Because they got the better record. Yeah, so, even, like, just, even up yeah. there, San Antonio has a better record than Washington. So he would just do the top twenty. Yeah, the top is just he top twenty, top 20 records. Right. Yeah. And then they play in for who's gonna make the playoffs. Um, I just think you put the top eight. Obviously, you you just take the top ten. I'm with the twenty teams. Take the top ten in each conference. So that goes to uh, Charlotte in the East and New Orleans. In the West, so you still stick sticking with just the conferences aside? Then yeah, I'm still sticking with the conferences because, I mean, if you put the top twenty in, I mean, either way, all the all the teams that are in the playoffs would make it, even if you did all the seeds. Honestly, so I'm I'm with it either way. I would just think it's some teams in the East because at the end of the day, yeah, Orlando and Brooklyn aren't over five hundred, but they were in the playoffs, so it wouldn't be fair for them not to make the playoffs. But, but they, they, know, they, they, they would still make. They would still make. Yeah, it. and I'm looking at so the like all the playoffs teams would still be in it. It would just be the next four teams. Yeah, in the West that are included. Yeah, because they got the better record. So yeah, I'm with that then because that would mean Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, and San Antonio. Yeah, all of them can make it. That's cool. Even though San Antonio is only one game better than Phoenix, so how good are they? But um, that's cool with me. Let's do that. And then everybody else, 
Go home. Yeah, y'all can go home. We don't need y'all on the bubble. And right. they don't get their checks for the rest of the season. They can get uh they get a piece of the basketball revenue. You go collect um because you, you don't get no watch. check, you ain't playing. What you need check for? It may not. They still get a stimulus check. They can get one for the <laughs> tax bracket. We'll give them uh they, they get a piece of the basketball revenue and um, yeah, we can go from there. But um I seen Damian Lillard and I wonder you know how if other players would feel the same way. He said he doesn't want to play in pointless games. I'm guessing he's thinking being three games out, he probably don't have a well, more like three and a half to four back in the loss column. And it's like, how you feel? You think more players will fit, feel like that as well? Like, it won't be pointless if you're playing for the playoffs. And if he's saying pointless because they're like the eighth seed, and I mean, this won't be your last first time being the eighth seed or whatever. But if you're in the playoffs and you got a chance to win a series, it's not pointless because you got a chance to win and go to the next round. Or now if he's saying pointless as far as – he can't be saying as far as his health-wise because he's been back to the facility. I was just reading about him being back to the facility and working out. He didn't choose to not go. So uh, I'm imagining he's saying pointless, meaning they're not going to go to the playoffs. They're just going to play their regular season games, and then the teams that's in the playoffs is going to make it. Right. So I don't agree with that. But if he's saying this, but if if they're going to be playing and you playing for a chance to win the, the championship, rather your chances far or not, that means, I mean, when you're the eight seed playing the number one Warriors, should you have played then? It's pointless then, technically, too, right? All right. So – <clears throat> but I don't think he meant it that way. I mean, I didn't hear exactly how he said it. So I think, like, but like, pointless, like we say, do we need Cleveland? If Cleveland's not going to the playoffs, what's the point of them coming? Right. You know what I mean? If the Hawks aren't going to, if they don't have a chance to win a championship, what's the point of them coming back? So, you know, that, that'll keep less teams. You're trying to keep the the spread or whatever down anyway. You're trying to keep less people around anyway. Get rid of those teams. If they don't play, but Portland would be in the playoffs though. So I don't right. know why Dan would be one of those yeah, teams. They they're in the top twenty, so I don't know why Dan was feel that way. Maybe um, I can say it was probably just that one of those things. Like I said, you right. don't want to play against the bottom half of you don't want to play against those teams. They come back I mean, like you get three games and like oh or that like you know you, mean, three you know, games three in games. the playoffs. It's like I'm not gonna make the playoffs in three games. That's the, yeah, right. Yeah, that's that, or that yeah, like so, yeah. Like I said, it's probably not gonna be more than ten games. Exactly. So like you play five games and then you play those teams because you're going to play those teams there's going to be five random teams right because Portland is about what four games back three is about three and a half games back so they would need you know five games they have a good chance but if you just like all right we're gonna play two games three games in the playoffs they three win, games they, they, they don't they, have a if chance. they win those three games they still yeah, don't they, go they to don't the playoffs yeah so that would be pointless yeah but um It'd be interesting. It's real interesting to see where we are with this right now. Um, I know Adam Silver, like I said, I was reading some story on ESPN. They was just talking about uh, you know, all the facilities that's been opening back up. It was a story about Dame and how their routine is different. Portland is doing uh four players uh per training session and they like rotating them. So one player can be in therapy, one player can be in the weight room, then you got two on the court. Of course, they separate right. on the court right. or whatever. And then um, the trainer have on masks and gloves. Um, the players, they can't shower. Um, when they come in, they come in through the media center, give them their stuff, put it in a Ziploc bag, wash their hands, go through, they're, then go straight to the court. Uh, your jersey, a basketball, a water, and Gatorade. That's all that's on the court. 
your shoes, you bring your shoes or whatever with you, and then when you when you're done, when the session is over, you just leave. <laughs> like uh, you got they they say they ring, uh, ring a horn or whatever, mm-hmm. so they know your time's up. The next player's about to come in, so you gotta rotate out, and then uh, you they like say they can't shower, so you gotta just go straight to your car. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and um, they say they uh, gotta encourage because people you know they gonna talk in the parking lot, so they gotta so you gotta park like a car or two apart from everybody, so they can discourage people from talking. So. Um, it's at the real beginning stages. Um, I think the only teams that still haven't opened their facilities, they said, was Boston, Golden State. Uh, it was like four or five Golden teams. Golden State doesn't really need to open their Yeah, they, they really – exactly, right? <laughs> so it's like, what's the point? But um, I think it was like Minnesota, San Antonio. So it, it's no, – Minnesota it, doesn't need to open it, it is either. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the main teams have opened back up from what I took out of that. Okay. Um, so – they, they're at the super beginning stages of even that training, so it'll be interesting to see where they're gonna, how they're gonna get to players when they work out together. I'm guessing they're gonna make everybody get tested if they haven't. Didn't everybody already get tested? I think so. But they're probably getting tested again. That's probably gonna be mandatory before everybody, because I mean, how do you practice? How do you play together if y'all aren't even training together? Y'all not working out. I'm pretty again? sure at some point, like I said, they're probably gonna ask they open facility like right. And they're talking about playing in June, I mean July. July. Right. So, so this is whole, this is what's happening in May. And right. Portland thing was three weeks ago. Um, All right. So this was May in early May. So maybe next month they move to on work court, at, stuff. Uh, court stuff. Maybe uh one on ones, maybe maybe possibly two on two. Right. Because I mean, at the end of the day, if we all get tested and if we if I get tested, you get tested, all the coaches get tested and none of us have it. And especially once we get put in the bubble while when we work out together, right. we're not at risk, right? Yeah. I mean, so that's the next step in this, like you were just saying. Um and then moving forward, we're trying to figure out timelines with the draft. It's good that they have the location, so that's good. And they picked a viable location because it's Disney World. You can put people there in a the bubble. They're working out bringing. We were talking about how they're working out bringing on um, people's families or whatever. Right, two families. Uh, two families. I, I know what that was a, well, not necessarily. That's not set in stone, yeah. but that's what, you know. You probably wasn't going to be two family members. And we, yeah, because it was like, well, if you're somebody like, you know, LeBron, like, you got to bring Zuri as Disney World. Like, you have to bring her. <laughs> right. There's like, <laughs> That's well, perfect content for Zuri's World on YouTube. <laughs> right. But then it's like, man. Don't bring Zuri and Savannah? Or Bryce, I'm pretty or sure Bryce, Bryce, sure Bryce want to go. Like, Bryce probably, I'm pretty sure, I hate calling him Bryce. I'm sorry. Like, I'm pretty sure Bryce, I'm, I'm pretty sure. LJ. I'm pretty sure Bryce, Jr. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bryce, Jr. We retiring, bro. No Bronny on this show. I'm sorry. He probably wouldn't mind going, but he could probably like. Bronny Jr. and Savannah should stay. Yeah. Savannah, she'd just be chilling anyway. I like Savannah. She just show up at the game. She ain't trying to be on social media. Or I guess, you know, they just figure out a way to get their own place somewhere close so they can still be together. Because you have to take Zuri. Like, I don't care if anybody else. I don't, I don't care who you bring. Bryce, nobody else has to go, but you have to bring Zuri. Bring Zuri and Bryce. Bring a babysitter, I guess. <laughs> nah, team babysitter. Team babysitter? Yeah, team babysitter. You know, Zuri's old enough. Not like she's in diapers or anything, so she could talk and stuff. So you got, you got the team sitter around them. There you go. But I wonder uh First of all, I haven't heard too many players react to this 
So it'd be interesting to see what the players are saying about this bubble and who's going to be like, oh, I need my family. Because I guess I got a – it's a harsh way of me thinking about this. But, like, y'all be on the road anyway. What's the season going to be, a, a month? Just be without your family for a month. I know that sounds pretty rough, but right. it's, it's, you'll be on the road for one month. Season be over. Some of y'all going home early anyway. You ain't making the playoffs. I mean, it's, it's not that long, in my opinion. So right. I don't necessarily think they can have that. Like I said, if you really want to buy out there, pay for a hotel room somewhere close. Yeah, somewhere somewhere close enough. Just I mean, not, I, it's I not mean, gonna, they're not going to allow them on their premises, though, where they are. Of course not. So they probably won't, they probably won't allow you to leave. At least you know y'all in the same state, I guess. Mm-hmm. Same city. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, just play basketball. All right. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one thing we haven't gotten to touch on, just to go to a different note real quick. I did want to say RIP to Jerry Sloan, who passed. Uh, right. actually, yeah, we didn't get to yeah. say that on the show. Um, Jerry Sloan, I actually mentioned when you said that about the last dance, because you know those last two teams Jordan played against was uh, Jerry Sloan's team. So Jerry Sloan, what did he spend, 20 straight years with Utah? 20 plus, I believe, at least. And he was the consistent coach. And Jerry Sloan was – he couldn't get that championship, so I feel like that's why he's not, like, celebrated. He, I don't think he even has a coach of the year. Or does he have one? No, he has a – wow. No, I don't I don't no, think he, he does. Do I don't think he does. Um, he was Jazz coach for 23 seasons. Um, if you don't know, he actually hooped too. He was the first Chicago Bulls player to get <laughs> his jersey retired. You're right, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So, um, Jerry Sloan – his teams always ran his system super well. They was always super coached. Excuse me, a lot of pick and rolls, good cuts. He always had shooters, and they played good defense. So uh, I definitely want to uh, mention Jerry Sloan. And, uh, he was a two-time All-Star and six-time All-Defensive Guard as a player. So um, Jerry was a really great coach. We wish he could have got one ring, but he ran into Georgia. So uh, RIP to Jerry Sloan. And um, shout out to those great Utah Jazz teams. So I just want to make sure we uh, mention that since we haven't been on uh, recently. So just to another note for a second, we wanted to give them game about Antoine Walker. Not Antoine. Well, Antoine Walker is nice, but Antoine Walker. I mean, excuse me. I'm sorry. Not Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker was super nice. Sorry, I did not mean Antoine Walker. Antoine, Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson and Antoine Walker did play together, though. They did, indeed. <laughs> they did, indeed. But Antoine Jameson, to me, for people that don't know, he went to the University of North Carolina. Yep. Him and Vince Carter was famously traded in the draft for each other. Yeah, what was the 98 draft? Yeah. 90, you know? Uh, I think Antoine went three, Vince went four, yeah, or whatever they it went, was. They went back to back. They were traded for Right. Them. Antoine went first, then Vince. They got traded for each other. Antoine was drafted by... This is Toronto so Raptors. was drafted by Golden, Golden State. State. It made perfect Dang, sense. Drafted by Golden State. People forget that. But Antoine Jameson, he he wasn't one of those overly athletic players, and he just wasn't come out and get you thirty five every other night. But Antoine Jameson was a consistent twenty and nine, twenty one and eight type of player. Mm-hmm. I say he was to me. He was the one of those perfect tweeners because he could he could score against fours, but he could guard threes, which is the key. Right. Is most of those occasions. He, he wasn't a good defender because, like I said, he wasn't very athletic, which is why he did play. He was better at the four, but he could guard threes. And as you say, consistent 20 a game, 18.5 for his career. But, you know, 24 a game, one year, 24.9 actually in his third year in the league. Third year um, in the league. 22 a game, one year, 19 a game. But he was a part of those 
uh, team, those Wizards team with Gilbert Arenas where shout out to LeBron because he kind of kept them from elevating. I feel like LeBron eliminated the playoffs twice, I believe. But he was he was part of that team while they were so good at the time, while they were beast in the East with him and Gil leading the way. Butler one year, Larry yeah. Hughes another year. And they was all three. People seem to forget that stuff like this is possible. Right. Basically, they were always, you know, with that combination of players, they all would have three players that could get you 20. Exactly. And the main thing about Antoine Jameson that I always remember, and he was sort of a pl- people nowadays who didn't get to see him play. I guess he would be like Paul Millsap in a way. Yeah. That, that first. Four. Exactly. First, yeah. Right. And so, uh, like, not the best shooter, but a good shooter. He can handle the ball. He's a good passer. And you knew what you were going to get from him every night. Like you said, 18. 20 a game. Louisiana, Louisiana. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 18 a game, 8, 9, 10 rebounds, you know, different years. So. And he always had a little turnaround floater in the post if he was too little. Right. Game was really smooth, really smooth, really polished game. 45% in front of the field. And then even for his time, 34% from three, he would have been, you know, that was good for his time as a shooter then. So he would have really been a threat, I think. And he would be just as good now um, as he was then. Right. Because the game will be more for him. He'll be more open. Right, yeah. More more chance to catch and shoot, more chance to shoot off the dribble. Definitely probably would shoot more threes. Like, he shot 40% from three one year, 39 from three. Yeah, right. He got a couple years up there with the high four, high four points, you know, five, one, eight, five point four one year. Right. So, if I, so if he's shooting five, yeah, one year, 5.4 was his highest. But he typically was around, you know, four, three or four a game. He'd probably be getting that up now. Six, seven, maybe even eight a game. Which because um, right. the know. year he made the year he attempted five, he was making two. So let's say he get that up to six or seven, he probably making exactly. three threes. Thirty six percent from the field that year, like that's that's pretty good. So shout out to Antoine Jameson. And uh, doesn't he have a six man year award as well? Does he? That year when Dallas when it was he yeah. does. Yep, two thousand three, two thousand four. So is he a Hall of Famer? That's tough. No, I, I don't think he gets in. He's just a really great player that you wouldn't mind if someone modeled their play, their game against. Yeah, I wouldn't say he did enough. Not enough All Star appearances. No All NBA games. Exactly. No All NBA games. Got to throw in his college career as well. You but did but but did he do enough in college? No, I don't think they won. Did they win the championship? I don't think so. I don't think they did. No, no all American. I'm pretty sure he was All American at least once. Yeah, he was All American though. Of course, so. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think that. I don't think he get in, but shout out to Antoine Jameson. Just wanted to do that real quick. And like you say, I think he would translate well because good players and great players do translate in any era of basketball. Like I said, with him being a true tweener, he would excel with all the space on the court. Two-time officer. Like, imagine imagine Antoine Jameson, if he was on, you know, he played for the Warriors. Imagine if he was on this Warriors team. Instead, you had Antoine Jameson instead of Draymond. <laughs> That'd be That'd be crazy. And with Antoine Jameson, if he's on the team instead of Dre Bryant on the team with KD, that's a true. That's they go, a, they go 82. That's, and that's, a, that's a true for and He only made two All-Star games, but he was a true type All-Star. 82 so, and Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they all go 82 and though, but they win. Like they win 70 games. He's an actual threat to shoot the ball. They win 70 games at least another time. Though. Yeah, they, yeah, definitely. So. They like the Bulls. How the Bulls, they won 72, then they came back and won 69. So. Um, so, shout out to Antoine Jameson. Yep. So, in the, basically, end of the year, you ready to do your 
award predictions. Not not completely, but I've been more open to them. So I think on the next show, next show we should on. get some awards in, award predictions in. I've been waiting to hear what the season going to be like, what the, the schedule is going to look like with five awards. But I'm leaning just where I'm leaning right now. This is not final, but I'm definitely leaning Le- LeBron for MVP right now. Uh, I was going LeBron or Giannis. I think they're the best two bets for MVP. Like, who's third in the race right now? Uh, right. So I, I would say it's between those two best two records in the league. Giannis is averaging 30. LeBron first year as a point guard, fully committed to being a point guard, 11 assists per game. Big point guard. I mean, it just makes sense. Look at the history of the game. I'm gonna say it every time we talk about a big point guard. Um, I don't even know who else is in the race. So I think I'm going with LeBron. Uh, I want to give LeBron credit. Age, age, seventeenth uh, year in the league. You know, 25, 11, first, first in the in the West. I think I've been on record of saying I think Anthony Davis is their best player, but LeBron is their most important player. And they need Anthony Davis to be their best player, but to win the championship. But if LeBron is their most important player still, how he directs the team, how he plays for them in crunch time, how he leads Anthony Davis, because Anthony Davis clearly follows him. Lakers can win the championship this year. Even though I don't love their supporting class, I like hate all this. Uh, I like JaVale McGee. I like JaVale McGee. And I love the white. And I think that's the biggest advantage they have. Yeah, right now is nobody they have not necessarily scoring big men outside of Anthony Davis. Yeah, but they have defensive big men. Yeah. Like they so, still they let they were leaving league in blocks. Yep. So I, lo- I love JaVale and Dwight. I, I hate Caruso. I hate Avery Bradley. I hate Danny Green. <laughs> um, Kuzma's Kuz Kuz. I was telling X Kuz. Shout out to X Kuz. Got to step up, or I'm definitely trading him. Um, shout out to Kentavious Caldwell Pope for um. For for getting better, because uh, he had some, you know, he was playing bad earlier in the year until that criticism. He got better, so I do want to give him his credit. But I don't love the Lakers supporting cast. With that said, like I was saying, I, I think I'm leaning LeBron towards MVP. Giannis is averaging 30. The Bucks got better, but they're not like they're, he's a, he he took. I can't really say he took the next step because he's averaging two more points. I mean, he averaged 28 last year, so you know what I mean. Um. Not that he's going backwards, but if, right. if, and the Bucks are on pace to win, what, 60 games? They won 60 games last year. So they're doing the same thing they did last year. That I'm, I'm not saying anything different in the Bucs. Um, yeah, they're they're on pace to win. I mean, they're on pace to win 70, but they're not going to win 70. Right. They already have 12 losses. Right. So they probably end up – they would have ended up with about 60 wins, right. maybe 60. I'm, I'm going to give them 63 wins, whatever. Right. Um, but Giannis isn't just blowing me away. I mean, pause. I'm not a huge. I always say I'm not a huge Giannis fan. I think I'm giving being disrespectful to myself because I don't not like his game. I just don't think he's the best player in the world. I don't think he's better than Kevin Durant. I don't think he's better than Kawhi and LeBron. So um, he's averaging 29 this year, 29 and 13, I believe. He what was his stats last year? Oh, I'm pulling it up now. Sorry about that. Um, he averaged. 27 and 12 last year. So one more rebound, two more points. I mean, he's getting better, obviously, but right. I'm, I'm going to give it to LeBron. Um, they were in third when he got hurt, obviously, last year, but the team just completely fell apart with him being hurt and with him coming back because of just what they were doing and how soft the players were because they couldn't handle the trade talks. And so shout out to LeBron and what they're doing. Rookie of the year has been wrapped up for me. 
Oh, oh do you got somebody MVP? Um, you ain't thought not, about MVP yet? Not really. It's probably going to be, like I say, it's out of Brian and Giannis. Yeah. I mean, who else would you even put it up there? I mean, right. You really kind of would be reaching for the third person. Um, I think I like Ja for Ricky of the year. I'm not. Shout out to Zion for coming back healthy for averaging 23 points right now. I'm not taking Ricky away from Ja. I probably would even vote Zion second. I probably would vote uh, Kendrick Nunn second, honestly. Um, shout out to Kendrick Nunn. He thinks he should be Ricky of the year. No, but I do. I would vote him second, though. Uh, defensive player, yeah, I'm giving the Ben Simmons right now. Ben Simmons is the best defense, perimeter defensive player in the NBA. Um, that, well, that's what I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning between Ben and um, Paul George, as always, but I don't know if he's played a lot of games, no, enough games. Enough. Love Paul George on defense, though. Uh, and then um, I don't know who my other person is for that. And the toughest one is always culture of the year because you could go so many different ways with culture of the year. Um, and, you know, how about we hold it right there and then we come back in a minute, let y'all let her add run, you can get back in your culture of the year? That's cool. Let's do that. What's going on? It's John W. And it's Fresh X. And we are the International Professional Podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now, and I'm pretty sure y'all wonder, man, I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do because you can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it. You're thinking, man, now how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no, no minimum listenership. So all you got to do, Go to anchor.fm, download the app, and everything you need is right here. So it's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. And Fresh X. You are the Hoopers. Peace out, players. But, yeah, culture year, that's always a tough one because, you know, it's always easy to go to y'all and just give it to the team with the best record coach. But it's like I think this year is like it's a couple people out there going, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Because yeah, every at the beginning of the year, people were so vocal about how he wasn't going to have a job the whole year. Right. Know, Jason Kidd was going to finish exactly. the head coach. He was fired before he was hired. Before he was even really <laughs> hired. Like, ass, high ass, same thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> high ass, high ass, high ass. I like Billy Donovan, what he's done. He's had actually, he got OKC, I think they're in fifth place right, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, got to see uh, Shea early in the year. Some of his growth, he put him in a good position. I'm giving him credit for that. all-star. Yep. Give him credit for that. Um, Doc, of course. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't got Doc this year. I respect him. I don't got Doc this year. <laughs> I respect him. Uh, Brad Stevens in Boston. I do like Brad. Austin. Uh, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brad. Uh, Jason um, Tatum finally reaches all-star status. Jayna Brown could have been an all-star. Kemba, all-star. Um, Nick Nurse up in Toronto. Got to have him up there. Pascal's going to be first team all-NBA. Shout out to Eric Spolster. Eric probably, probably my choice. Is the Hoopers official coach? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's become my favorite coach, man. Shout out to the video guys. He's become my favorite coach. I really like Eric Spoelstra. Um, but that, you know, the Heat. I think I'm pretty sure they fallen now. So they're yeah, they've fallen to fourth. But the Heat was in second place for a long time. Um, and so oh, Nate McMillan, Indiana. Gotta gotta shout out Nate McMillan. 
and Bud. Bud, Bud was on pace to have as we just see back-to-back 60s wins. Um, you got here Dallas, Rick Carlisle with, with I think even with them getting into playoffs and with Lucas' growth and with Tim Hardaway's improvement <laughs> and uh, my guy Dorian Finney Smith. Okay, Fanny P, as I like to call him. Fanny P. <laughs> uh, even Przingis, when he's out there and he looks when he looks comfortable, they try to find an offense for all of them to be successful. And Seth Curry looks like a future six man of the year candidate. Um, so Rick Carlisle, of course. Uh, Memphis, who's Memphis coach right now? Who is Memphis coach? But Memphis is in the playoffs, and they coach deserves some love. Uh, um, I, wow, who is Memphis's coach? I ain't watching. It's gonna be somebody that we know who it is. Yeah, I'm about to find. Let's find out. Taylor Jenkins. Yeah, I don't know. Who that is. <laughs> Shout out to Taylor Jenkins though. He's figured out a way to um, get the most out of Jared Jackson, right? And John Morant this year, and right. by supporting and Dylan Brooks, who's been helpful for them, um, right? Um, and Jonas Valanciunas, who's also one of my favorite players. Yeah, I like Jonas. I don't think he was ever used properly in Toronto. But um, coach. Coach of the Year could go to any one of those people. Like it's probably gonna be Frank Vogel, maybe Billy Donovan, just because of what he's did with this team. Nobody thought this team was gonna be that top five seed in the West. I think I think Frank Vogel gets coach of the year. But I'm gonna give my official pick later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're definitely gonna do do some awards, but shout out to all the coaches this year and what they've been doing. Um like we, you, you see the coaches really get to dive in their bags this year with some of the teams they have. Like, say, Toronto's in second place, which, I mean, we thought they would be respectful. I mean, some people thought they would be trash. I knew they wouldn't be trash. I thought they would be respectable because literally everybody was coming back except Kawhi and Danny. Man. Right. Mean, yeah, yeah. So that was already a playoff team. Kawhi makes them a championship team. Right. You know, that, that is how it is. So, um, Nate McMillan, I love with I see Indiana. Can't wait for uh, them in Miami. I think it's the first round series right now. That'd be get like, these healthy. Yeah. Right. That'd be that. That'll probably be the best I, series of the first round. I think I, you know, I like Bam. I love yeah, Bam. Shout out to Bam. I think Bam's turning into much as opposed to my jump his hands though. Like he would have to go, he would have to deal with both of them. Both on yeah, and Bam by himself. Like you, you got know, Kelly on Yeah, and I like Kelly. Shout I can't think of any of the other big. I think a lot of the players play out of position for the most part. Yeah, but it's like somebody's gonna have to deal with both of them. Like I think Miles Turner defensively is gonna give bad problems, and if he has to guard Demontis, like that's a lot of banging he's gonna have to do on both sides. Honestly, yeah, Demontis is a problem. Sabonis, sorry from his daddy. Shout out to RV to Sabonis. So yeah, but yeah, Nick Miller's always been a good coach, though, in my opinion. And the way he's put, he the way he's held this team, he had this team to play without Depot early in the year to keep them in the playoffs, where they almost had two All Stars with Sabonis and Brogdon. Right, was deserved some Culture of the Year love. Yeah, so, um, I always forget um, Quinn Snyder in Utah. Right? Yeah, how he's got the most out of Jordan Clarkson. Right, and that was such a great. That was probably the best pickup of the year for probably any midseason trade yeah, in team. because yeah, he was what they needed. And they was exactly what he needed for himself. But Jordan Cross is a good basketball player. He shouldn't be writing on a terrible team in Cleveland. All right. So shout out to that move also. Yeah, for sure. Um <clears throat> what else we got for the anything? Um Clay Thompson, 2016 game six, hit 11 threes in the playoffs. I don't know 
if they, I don't know if he can keep it extended this year. But you know, Shaq's streak of having a play, uh, having a play to, a teammate playing the finals is at thirty six years. Yeah, because he was with Danny Green last year. In Toronto. Right. So I don't know. I guess Danny Green or LeBron again. I don't know who else his teammates oh, yeah. were at this I, point. I don't think this Shaq streak is ever going to end. <laughs> it has to end at some point. Like he has to run out of teammates. He has to run out of teammates. Like, at some play point. With like the only people I can think of that he that's his team that. Oh, it's Danny Green and LeBron. Right. Is there anybody right. else? Yeah. I would have to go through like some rosters, but Shaq, like he, this streak goes back to even before he was in the league. Right. <laughs> so, like Shaq has played with a player that's in the that's played. Shaq has played with a player that's played in the NBA Finals. I think it's since like '84, right? '83. It's 36 years. So yeah. It's 36 years yeah. as of like this yeah, year. As of, yeah, so past finals. Like, come on. I don't think is you still got some years to go. Play, so you got LeBron. You got Danny Green. Um, um, who else is in the? I'll have to just look yeah, at the roster. Right. I can't yeah. even do it right there. I have to look at the roster, yeah. but that's that's amazing. Bro. All right. Um, but yeah. Oh, um, you know, once again, shout out to all the listeners. Yeah, of course. Shout out to all the listeners that made us international professional podcasters. Of course, right. Um, once again, keep going to the visiting Instagram and liking stuff and commenting and sharing. Instagram, as always, is the underscore Hoopers IG. Follow the Twitter, I'm saying that shit. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and uh, at Hoopers Pod. The uh, YouTube page coming soon. What's the you got YouTube page? YouTube page is uh, it's actually just the Hoopers. You just gonna be able to look up the Hoopers Pod on YouTube, so uh, it's getting together. Um, you know, like I said, keep listening, sharing, liking, commenting. Definitely comment. Let us know what players, who highlights you want to see. Um, shout out to Kevin Durant, best player in the NBA. All right, right go now. Sh- go to all your friends <laughs> and go watch the um Kevin Durant highlights on our Instagram, which is once again the underscore Hoopers IG. Right, and once I'm John W. It's fresh X. and we are the international professional podcasters. The Hoopers players, R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. Jerry Sloan. <laughs>